Let me ask you a question. Let's say you are starting a business and someone were to tell you that your product or service suck and you wouldn't be successful no matter how hard you try. How do you react to those bad remarks? Or let's say you just met someone you've never met for quite some time. And the first words that comes out of their mouth was, Wow, why are you so fat now? Or, wow, why are you so thin now? How would you react? Or, how would those comments make you feel? Angry? Frustrated? Dejected? Stressed? Or pissed off? And my next question is, how would you respond to that comment? Will you believe what they said? Or will you work harder to prove them wrong? In this episode, Sylvia Astuti Gunawan shares her journey as an entrepreneur and her amazing comeback story of how she started her company, Mother Nature's Mission, together with her husband. And over the years, she learned how to overcome the obstacles in her life. She has had so many ups and downs in her life, it was until recently that she realized that whatever happens, it is for a great reason. Well, let's cue the intro and jump straight into the conversation. So the big question is this, how is it possible that shy and socially awkward individuals like us can have the confidence to approach a stranger and strike a meaningful conversation? To have the ability to network and connect with yourself so that you can network and connect with others. To not only survive, but thrive in this noisy world and be the connector you're meant to be. And at the same time, be the truest, most authentic version of yourself. That's the question and this podcast will give you the answer. My name is Ping Hendra and welcome to Network and Connect Podcast. Through Mother Nature, is uh, me and my husband, we, we start Mother Nature with a um, very, very huge uh, mission, which is like we want to break the curse triangle. Like, you know, basically a lot of people, um, they always work really, really hard. And then they eat average. And then by the end, like, you know, uh, basically started from 50 years old. They started to feel like, okay, their health is, um, have problem. And then they will spend mostly all their hard work, all their money, even like their asset for the medical bills. So this is um, through Mother Nature. We want to educate people. We want to encourage people to to get to know that, you know, actually to have your health is very easy. You only need to change your mind, change um, your habits uh, with the right knowledge of the diets, the healthy lifestyle. You can always, um, you know, achieve your health. If you have your health, then you can achieve everything in your life. Mm. Yes. Uh, and then um, through our journey in the Mother Nature, I found out that um, we actually um, gave a lot of uh, benefits to other people, all the value, and then we got a lot of uh, feedbacks and testimonials. And then I started to learn some more. That's why I took the uh, the course, like integrate to become an integrative health coach. So this is basically the balance uh, between the nutrition and then the holistic approach like spiritual, diets, and mindset, everything to achieve your overall health. Mm, I really like it when you say that when you are healthy, you can almost achieve anything and everything in life. Yes. Rather than yes. you work so hard uh, for whatever that you want to achieve, but halfway down the line, you know, something breaks down within your body. And this is mm-hmm. something that I'm sure a lot of people right now are going to benefit from this podcast, especially people who are so. really into, you know, hustle, grind mentality, work hard, don't sleep, sleep yes. only three hours, four hours a day. And that <laughs> is extremely unhealthy. It works for some people, but not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. So let's start with where you were. What, what got you to, to in, uh, basically, before? I'm sure something happened along the way for you <laughs> that got you to where you are right now. Can you please um, share with the audience what that's all about? Okay. So um, 
basically I'm a, I'm a maverick. I always um, want to achieve something like more, more and more. I want to become like um, more than I was yesterday. And then I always find something to learn. Like, you know, I really love to learn something new. And then um, when I um, got married and then I got uh, my first son, when he uh, was one year old, I started to feel like, you know, I can do much better than become a housewife. And then uh, this is not me, like, you know, staying at home and then only, you know, changing diapers and do something like this. I want to be somebody else. Like, you know, I want to be someone that I, I meant to be. I was thinking like this and then I kept thinking. And then I uh, realized that I started to nag a lot and complain a lot. I keep telling my husband, oh, if only I didn't go to China with you, you know, after Taiwan, I, I just, you know, pursue my dream. I, I you know, I, I want to go to Italy all the time, like telling him on and on about this. Um, maybe I'm already a um, fashion designer right now. I keep telling like this until one day I was telling myself that enough is enough. And then I search, uh, where can I learn to become fashion designer? So, um, that's it. I found a course um, in uh, my hometown, like, not my hometown, uh, the, the, the city that I live uh, right now, like Surabaya. And then I studied to become a fashion designer. <laughs> so it was quite hard because um, my son was uh, one year old. I was still uh, breastfeeding him. So basically I ended up with um, studying, doing all my my homework with uh, sometimes breastfeeding him or having him on my lap and things like, you know, really crazy. But that's the point, which is like, I found out that, oh, uh, I, I actually enjoy it. Uh, even though I feel like really, really tired, but I'm happy. I was thinking like this. And then, um, but it didn't work out. Like um, along the way, uh, you know, I I want to become this, um, that I thought that, you know, that was my dream to become a fashion designer. But I was thinking, seems like not this one. <laughs> I didn't feel the passion, the same passion that when I didn't get there yet. So <clears throat> by that time, my husband's um, company in China also closed down which is like uh, 2014 and then we were have um, having um, quite difficulties and then um, he stayed at home basically and then just you know cook most most of the time you know didn't didn't do anything because seems like the opportunity was like all you know just closed like you know we can't see any doors open and then uh, by that time my son in my son's school they have this uh, festival of nations which is they they ask all the international parents to bring all the foods and beverages basically from their country then my husband then because he loves to cook and everything so he brought this kefir uh, maybe in in us they call it kefir but uh, in europe and now we are we are calling it kefir and also quark things like you know from his country estonia and then uh, by that time, some European, they went to our booth, which is like we gave them for free, right, to try. And then they came, wow, kefir, where did you get these products? You know, I really, I really miss this kefir when, you know, in Indonesia, it's all crazy. You know, everything is so sweet, but deep fried and everything. And when we have this uh, stomach ache, they always suggest us to take the medicine. And, you know, back then in Europe, a kefir will help. We know that kefir will help. So, and then one guy started to ask him for like, where did you get this? And then he said like, oh, I made it by myself. And then he said, uh, did you sell it? And then he was thinking, what? Sell it? He didn't even answer it. And then I kicked his leg and I said, yes, we sell it. <laughs> but we haven't uh, calculated yet the price. So uh, please give him your number and then, you know, I will contact you. And then he was like, he looked at me and he said like, are you crazy? You know, selling kefir like this and I said, yeah why not like you know you never know right um so i said like this uh, i said how about we try to sell you know through instagram instagram is like quite you know popular right now and I said what instagram 
Okay. Uh, by that time, it's like today is like uh, November 21st. So I just give you until this month. If you can sell, let's say, um, one bottle only through Instagram, maybe that's it. Maybe that's the answer. Like, I will just do it like this. And it's like, oh, so easy. Only one bottle. I contacted all of my friends. Listen, if you try this product, it's really good. Um, 10 bottles, I'll send it. To your house to your house by myself and then that's it by the end of the month we got 100 bottles <laughs> we send it to <laughs> our friends and then silver said okay then maybe that's it but um uh nine out of ten people said that oh sorry sylvia it's not seems like it will not work for you because you know the taste is so bad it's um so sour, you know, you didn't even put sugar in it. And then it's, you know, the smells like rotten milk. And then I don't think um, you can do it. Like mostly they, they say something like this, but only one person said that she liked it. And then she said like, wow, it helps me. Like, you know, uh, I had uh, constipated like really, really long time. It took a lot of medicine, but this kefir helps. And then... I told Silver about it, and then we just focusing on that person. And then she promised that she will introduce uh, to her friend that she knows that had problem, like her daughter, uh, friend's daughter had a problem with the digestive system. So that's it. That's that's the one person that lived our our mission. And then because um, her her friend's daughter. They took her already to Singapore, everything, like took every probiotics that they know, probiotic pill, whatever, didn't, didn't help her. And then she was like uh, having trauma, basically. Like every time she saw the toilet, she was screaming because she was in pain. Like basically when she, uh, you know, went to the toilet until it's like it was bleeding. So the mom was like, okay, then like, just try who knows and then after three battles i believe by the time her daughter can uh, you know went to the toilet like nicely and then started to eat it well so and then uh, silver said that probably this is it because i really love to do something that it's not only business but also we can give something you know we have benefits and that's it i like this one so that's it, like the journey, If like we have ups and downs until now, of course, but we always, um, you know, just focusing on the good feedback. So that's how we grow. Right? And then this month is our fifth years. <laughs> wow, amazing yes. story. That is incredible. <laughs> uh, I, I love it when you say that you are hustling and in nine days, you sell 100 bottles basically in Right, 21st to <laughs> yes. 30th of November. That's incredible. And the key is, uh, as what most people, um, they are so focused on, oh my goodness, nine people said, no, let's close down. But you are different. You're focused on the one person that said yes. yes. And that is the whole thing that changed everything for you. And yes, I, I truly believe that for those of you who are listening right now, for example, just like Sylvia, for example, let's say you, wanna, you are selling something, your products, your services, maybe 20 people said no to you. But that one person that says yes to you, really study this person carefully, really understand this person's wants, needs, and why they choose you. And really, if you ask them, what is it that your product or services helps them with? Just like Sylvia noticed that um, that friend of hers helps her or him with constipation and that is when it triggers everything and i hope yes. this is a very very good learning lesson that you can take from sylvia's story oh, i i love it it's incredible yes. and also one more thing that i really truly respect you for it is you are doing all your um studying to become a fashion designer while you are breastfeeding and taking care of yes. children that not that not many moms can do that yeah, but actually they have to just, you know, change their mindset if they have the dream. If they are, I, I always say that if you are, if you are happy with becoming housewife and then that's it, you feel like, you know, you fulfill everything, then that's it. 
you just stay become the best housewife house like you know become the best mom you know in the world but if you think that you know i can be more than it just just do it you know don't don't care about what other people may say or you know just keep going on <laughs> don't care what other people may say that is yes. brilliant and mm-hmm. Uh, oftentimes, those are the things, especially for us in Asian culture, that is when, mm-hmm. you know, there is a lot of gossip going on. Oh, this yes. person is only staying yes. at home, uh, things like that. So my, uh, my question to you is how you as a housewife, where you are probably stressed with your children um, and also stressed with responsibilities of keeping a house intact, basically, mm-hmm. And at the same time, how do you make sure that you block out all that noise? What can, I mean, what are some of the advice that you can give? Uh, I basically, um, if I can't, I, I just focus on what thing that I want to do first. I don't care if like, you know, the kids make the messy at home. Just let them do it. <laughs> that's, that's the thing that they want to they wanna do. Right now, they probably like like my son. He loves Lego so much. Like most of the days, our house like you know on the floor full of Lego blocks. And then I just walk, you know, don't care. Let him enjoy his stuff while I enjoy my myself. You know, I study. Basically, when they need my help, I will be there doing my stuff with them. Or sometimes I just put away my stuff and doing the stuff together with them. But if I see that you know they can they play by themselves. And then even though they have messy, they, they color everywhere. When they, they were small, also they, they color the playroom's wall. I don't care. I just let them, let them do it. <laughs> because I don't want to put, you know, my mind with all this kind of, you know, the house have to be, you know, nice and everything. No. No. <laughs> so because, you know, it's crazy. Become a mom, you just have to be, you know, open. You know, sometimes we are so afraid of, you know, what, People, maybe somebody will come to our house and then see that, oh my God, your house is so messy. And then you become like, oh, but I'm not this kind of person. Thanks God, I'm not this kind of person. Even though like uh, my family came to our house and they said, oh my God, look at your walls. Why why you let your kids do something like this to them? And ah, it's just, it's just a wall. One day when they are already, you know, they grow big. And if I think like it's too much, I'll just paint it, you know, clean it again. It's very easy, right? But to build their imagination, to build their art, this, you know, everything is like when they are still having fun in their age, it's very difficult. You will not see any other 15 years old paint your wall, right? <laughs> this is only happen when they are toddler, they, they're still like, you know, learning and then just let them be. <laughs> yeah, I still yeah. remember my, my son um, took a pen that has different colors, you know, like blue, red, yes. green. And then um, <laughs> he just scribble and then change color. For some reason, he just knew how to change color and then scribble, scribble. And then <laughs> on, on a nice uh, piece of paper and I have it framed at my house. I framed yes. it, I put it in my house and I, just, I, I wrote down, uh, his name is Luca. I just said Luca's colors. And yes. until now, you know, my son, whenever someone else uh, come to my house for a visit, uh, pre-COVID, and when they look at what is that, and then my son will be so proud, I will just say, uh, uh, "Luca, draw, Luca, draw." He said that, ah, uh, and points yes. towards that thing, and and that brings joy to him, and it brings joy yes. to me too. Well, I, yeah. I really, uh, it's incredible that you become a parent and also pursuing your dream, something that that not many people do. To be completely honest with you, and I commend you for that, and also your <laughs> tenacity. You so <laughs> I actually um have also another crazy uh, rejection. The same year, basically the same year when um we have this, uh, we built the Mother Nature, right? Um, like the end of 2015, and then 2016, we thought that okay, uh, our kefir already, you know, have some some loyal customers. So we started to create, Silver started to create um, new products, which is like Quark. And um, this is actually a very, very good uh, product to replace the uh, cream cheese in the bakery industry. 
And then um, he said like, um, but I don't want to sell it like, you know, retail because it's um, too much for us to handle, you know, one by one, you know, selling one by one. So let's go to the bakery industry and then offer them as a raw material. You know, they can offer some local or cheesecake or whatever, just like in Estonia, you know, you can still enjoy your dessert, but you don't have to, you know, eat so much calorie. And then we went to one by one, all the bakery uh, store. And then there is one, uh, there was one um, very famous bakery store in Surabaya that said yes to us. And then we, we made an appointment. And then when we arrived there, uh, the staff said that, oh, sorry, the owner uh, wasn't here. She's not here. So please just leave the sample. So, okay. Um, we left the sample, but not even five minutes, they call, called me back and then said like, please come back because the owner want to meet you. So we went there and then she was very nice to us. Like, you know, um, she liked it a lot. She, uh, she said like this, oh, I didn't know that this product can become uh, like, you know, to replace cream cheese and everything. And then she promised us that, you know, I can order a lot, like um, within one week probably probably around 80 to 100 kilos. And then, you know, by that time when we just started, you know, 80 kilos was so big, like, you know, wow. And then it's like very famous bakery, in, like bakery store in, in Surabaya. And then, oh my God, thank you so much. And she was very, very kind. And then uh, one week passed, uh, nothing, no news. And then the next uh, week, like which is like two weeks after, still like no news. So I had a, you know, I just feel like let, let me just try to contact her you know and then i i call and so hi um so how was it like you know when will you start ordering like our goods she was so different she was totally different she said um you know what uh, i think you are not going to be success uh, in this business um and then i said uh sorry what do you mean i gave it uh, a try to all my friends and family nobody like it and then I think like even though you put your products on the street for free, nobody will take it. And then that's it. She just hanged the phone and I was like, uh, I, I couldn't believe it. You know, the same lady, that very kind and nice lady said something like this to us only like, you know, two weeks, two weeks after. And then my heart was pumping really fast. And then I, I remember I, we were in the car and then I said, I said to Silver, Silver, uh, you know, this is what she said. And then I, I know like he was in silence as well. And then I said, we have to be successful. There's no way he can destroy us. It means probably <clears throat> he just afraid of us. You know, he, he, he can't, she can't do this to us. You know, we have to be successful. So that same day when she said that to us, we create our new products out of this quark. So that's that's the day when we produce the new the quark parfait because of this thing. <laughs> yes. Oh my goodness! When you said we have to be successful, I got major goosebumps immediately. <laughs> oh my! This is such a powerful story. And and what happens after that? What happens to the product? Does it took off like crazy? Oh, right now, yeah. Um, we are still, um, you know. Um, doing it slowly because, you know, to educate Indonesian that, mm -hmm. you know, without sugar is not that easy, right? But um, until now, when we introduce our kefir, of course, not so many people will like it in the first time, especially because, you know, we don't put any uh, sugar on it, right? But quark, we put wild forest honey and fruits to it. Mm. So mostly people, when they try it, they like it. So... We keep telling, telling like, you know, each other, like, you see, if only we believe on what she said, uh, there will be this product. We actually thank her for saying, saying some nasty things to us because really she didn't know, like, you know, her words actually lift up our, <laughs> our energy to become, you know, better. Yeah. We thank her actually for doing this to us. It's actually, um, I, I'm a practitioner of NLP, and that is the thing called reframing. So when someone said some 
uh, remarks to you. It's mm-hmm. up to you to receive it. Whether you want to receive it in a positive way or you want to receive it in a lateral negative way. So, for okay. example, for your case, when someone said, uh, when she said that remarks to you, if you take it negatively, then mm-hmm. probably it will it wouldn't happen. But because when you look yes. at it positively, oh well, we 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 gotta prove her wrong, or we or you said that we have to be successful, and that's when it lit up a fire in you. And you reframe it, and <laughs> yes. it becomes a positive thing. Yes. Wow, it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. Wow. And what about integrative health coach? Is that is that in, in um, the same thing, or is like your own thing on the side? Ah, uh, yeah. Basically, in the beginning, I started because um, I want to support Mother Nature. You know, for the all these um, customers who like why they should take kefir and then why they should uh, reduce the sugar and everything like this. But along the way, uh, I see that more and more people, they started to come to me and ask my help for other problems. So I started to think like maybe I should uh, start to coach them, you know, to, to give them because there's a lot of, um, you know, theory, diet, diet theory out there. And then which one is like, you know, the best for you? It's like I coach them basically, something like this. So it's um, uh, come together with Mother Nature and then somehow if they need something more than eat, drinking kefir and eat quark and buckwheat that we, we sell, then I have also, you know, I coach them as well. Wow. Yeah. What are some of the things that you can provide mm-hmm. to the listeners? For example, let's say... Let's just use me as an example. I mm-hmm. I like to run in the morning. If for a runner like me, okay, uh, well, not not I'm not a runner, but I'm a someone who runs <laughs> like me. Mm-hmm. What are some of the nutritions or what are some of the things that I need to take more precaution of in order for me to be able to be more active or stay active? Okay, so um, basically for the exercise. You need to listen to your body, you know, everything with the food also the same, right? Uh, if you feel like, you know, um, usually when you do some exercise, um, if you feel like you, you really love to do it, whatever it is, like uh, the, the weather, like raining or, you know, whatever, you will do it because you, you, you love it, right? And then, um, so, but sometimes some people also, like um, some of my friends, they really love to challenge themselves. You know, they, they just choose something that they hate to do it. And then they feel really, really good after that. That also, you, you need to listen to yourself, right? If you, you think like, you know, if you really love to challenge yourself, then of course you keep doing things that, you know, challenge you. Challenge you to do something because, you know, they said like after they did something like this, they feel like they they won. In the morning, they already do something that they feel like, okay, I'm the winner, you know, for, for this. But for me, I, I really love to just do things that I love. And then for the nutrition, you can't, there is no uh, one thing that fits everybody. So it's, uh, it's what we call bio-individuality. Like, uh, one thing that's very good to other people, probably uh, poison for the others. So you have to know, basically, to become a health coach. Um, we don't say like, okay, maybe keto diet is the best for everybody. No. Maybe somebody is like good doing keto. Somebody is like um, really good when they are, you know, uh, vegan. And somebody is like not, they have to eat some meat. So it's um it's totally different for everybody will everything will react uh, differently uh, like mm. this. You said one thing healthy for you might be poison for others, and that yes. also ties into what we discussed about in the early ones where we talk about when you are like doing this lifestyle where you are hustle grind. It works for others, but might not necessarily work for you. Sometimes yes. you get some breakdown. That's why. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you listen to your body. If your body is tired, have some rest. Yes. Oftentimes, that is more important. I, uh, I heard this quote before um, by a coach that says, 
in order for you to speed up, sometimes you have mm-hmm. to slow down. Yes, I agree. And, and take a rest. I love. I really love your story of you actually push forward despite all these circumstances. So you mentioned earlier that you were living in China prior. Yes. <laughs> okay. If, I mean, how did that came about? Uh, I studied. I met my husband also in Taiwan. We studied in Taiwan, uh, in Taipei, and then at some point, like he, he said that you know, seems like China has a big opportunity, so let's move to China. So by that time, you know, I was thinking, okay, I just listened to him, and then we went to China, and then we spent almost three years in China before we moved to Indonesia. <laughs> So how how is life like in in Indonesia for you right now? Um, I'm sure that there must be something, maybe it's not as good, or maybe something that could be improved, or maybe there's some culture shock because you've been outside for a long time, and then um, you come back. How's that like? <laughs> for me, um, well, what can I say? Um, because I already I I decide to. We decided to move to Indonesia, and then we knew the consequences, right? What will uh, what will happen? What what is waiting for us in Indonesia? <laughs> so I uh, I just um don't want to focus on again like the negative thing because I choose to live here. So I just you know live with it. You know just um make uh, the best out of uh, out of it you know <laughs> if you if you think like you know the traffic and everything will kill you so just don't live in indonesia <laughs> just stay somewhere then you know will not um there is no traffic right <laughs> if you like something like you know uh, probably people with a better mindset and everything so yeah So I, I I can't complain. I don't want to complain because it will just uh, ruin my my mind. <laughs> perfect. That's a perfect response because for me, I also more than half of my life was spent away from home, and then when I came back, also um, first few months it was a little bit of a challenge. However, after a while, I get used to it. But again, there is something uh, unsettling, I guess, from where I'm from. Mm-hmm. I'm from Medan. So okay. a little bit that I'm not quite um, used to. So after a while, uh, me and my family, and my wife and my son, we decided to move to Bali, uh, and now we've been living here in Bali, and and it's it's good. Uh, it's much better than than before. It's because I <laughs> make a conscious decision to move. It's uh, funny that you say that because we are actually thinking to move to Bali. <laughs> Come, we are thinking, please. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be perfect. Yeah, we think like um, maybe we should move to Bali because um, a lot of people when they they talk to us, they get to know us. Always they said like, why you guys stay in Surabaya, not Bali? <laughs> A lot like keep saying this on and on. So yeah, we are we are thinking to move to yeah. Bali. <laughs> so. I remember when I first saw your post on uh, mm-hmm. on social media. That was uh, mm-hmm. it's something that hits a lot to me. Um, uh, you, maybe you want to share about that story. I think that would be more powerful if it comes from you directly. Basically, I um I don't know exactly like when did I start to stop posting an Instagram, like uh, after my friend told me like you know I keep by that time I keep posting like you know I went abroad and everything like a picture from, from me like everywhere right and then I met my friend and then she said like this oh your life uh, is so so wonderful you know you are so lucky and then it's not like me and everything like this and then I start to think like oh my god maybe you know if you take some pictures right <clears throat> there's always you choose only the best one You will not. You will not post the 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 bad thing that happened during your traveling. When you travel, you will not post like you know how you chase the taxi or something like this, right? 
you will only take a picture with uh, very very nice uh, put put the picture at very nice. so i started to erase all those pictures and then i just like you know forget about it i will not post anything in the social media until one day when i went to singapore i sent my mom and then i saw one lady with very nice um, natural curly hair and then i i can't help myself and then i told her like you know i really love your hair i said like this is natural and then she said she looked at me like you know uh weird and then she said what 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 beauty about this i hate my hair and then that's how i start to think like you know oh my god i have to do something i have to you know even though you know i'm i'm nobody basically right nobody will listen to me or something like that. i just you know write down about about this experience you know to love yourself accept yourself and then that's how i start this journey to you know to grow myself that you see um it's actually not other people judge you how how bad you are but sometimes it's your own mind you create it by yourself like you know you label yourself that you are ugly and then everything you know bad things in your mind and then that's how when i post that picture me wearing that um basically swimwear right and uh december I, i think december last year and then by that time i was like you know my self love already growing so big i that's why i, I just uh, i was again i thankful for him to write something like this this is become another thing that i i should um you know tell to w- women to love themselves i remember by the time i was like in the, the caption of this picture i was like oh my god look at my hair awful hair and then my big tights and then um you know my my breast uh, so small breast and something like this and then you see uh if you look at the picture what will you see that that was my caption uh, last year will you see the beautiful scenery and then how you enjoy yourself and something like this or you keep you know looking at like you know what can you see like the bad things out of your body and then that's how he comment on that picture about it about you know oh my god your breast is uh, so flat and then that's how i i took that that comment and then i just said like you know i hope you are you are um, happy right because uh, usually people who can hurt somebody else is because they don't have this peaceful in their their mind in their heart that's how they want to hurt somebody else but if you have so much love you will just you know keep sharing only love only positive things that's why i i just wish him or her i don't know uh, to be happy you know i just wish you to be happy and then i just i just don't care i'm so happy that he write something like this so i took this this uh, comment and then i put in my story i said you see don't ruin your day because of this kind of comment you know some some people they just took this kind of comment it takes years and years for them to to heal because of somebody said like okay um i'm sorry i think you are ugly or i i'm sorry i think you know you're not belong here or you know you're not uh, your skin is not white enough or in indonesia they love to say like you know you have this your nose is like not nice you know i don't know what is it about but indonesian really love to talk about other people's nose and then it makes you know somebody will hate themselves and then will go operate themselves just because they are so worried about what people may say about how they look so that's it like since i was small also like other people said like you know you are so short and everything like like this so i believe in like you know that label that you know to become beautiful is like you know you have to be really tall so i end up when uh, in my teenage year i always like looking for the those medicine to to make me taller but you know i, I i'm still here i'm still like 158 centimeters but thanks god i i discovered this thing and then i started to love myself and then i because i grow this uh, self love i really want to share with others you know to love yourself love yourself and something like this <laughs> yeah i yes. think you will be an excellent advocate for this because Thank it, you. you have <laughs> Thank you so much. experienced it and you mm-hmm. have been um i don't want to say hated but you've been given a hateful comment but mm-hmm. your response to the hateful comment is much more commendable and that's why when i look at it i was like wow 
that's powerful <laughs> and, and you're you're laughing it off basically like yeah you said that but it's okay i mean you know i yes. life goes on right yeah i love it so much and i i like it when you said what do you see in the picture it's just like most mm-hmm. human beings when they when yes. they look at someone's life you look only look at the beautiful side maybe like oh you just went to um japan for a trip for example mm-hmm. you're like wow yes. life is amazing or for example my friends and i my friends keep mm-hmm. saying wow being you you live in bali must be so nice must be so fun mm-hmm. um wow life must be great they didn't see the struggle that happens before mm-hmm. that makes me able to move to bali or during when i live in bali what's the struggle that i face with my mm-hmm. wife knowing nobody move to a completely new place and how we you know establish ourselves here and there's some yes. something that not many people actually see they only see the destination mm-hmm. but they don't see the struggles behind it yes. yes just like you said you go to a vacation somewhere you don't you know post pictures of you running for taxi but you post mm-hmm. when you look overlooking the the mount fuji or something like that the question that i want to ask you is is kind of like an advice okay for mm-hmm. those people especially women since you are you are a yes. woman for those that mm-hmm. are maybe uh has been given a comments like like you have experienced online uh, when they post mm-hmm. something they will say oh your hair is not beautiful or your nose is mm-hmm. weird or your whatever that is whatever that may be what are the advice that you can give them mm-hmm. when it comes to self love uh, so well uh, basically like this if you are not comfortable with it do something if you think like okay uh, he said about my hair you know um, maybe i got also like somebody said like you know you have dry hair and i was like oh maybe maybe i didn't realize that i have dry hair so what should i do to make my hair like you know nicer but um, don't take it uh, so seriously until you really hate it you know uh, when they comment you like you know you are fat that's indonesian really love to say something like this you know um when they they meet you uh, you you saw somebody like you know it's been so long they didn't like you know didn't say nice things but the thing that they will say the first time you know you are getting fatter so if you think that you know uh, you are getting fatter and then you are feeling uncomf- uncomfortable just do something you know either uh, change your um, lifestyle change your diets or do some more exercise but you, if you think like you know i'm fine just say oh yes um yeah and just smile that's it that's what i i did when um you know i i started to exercise like really daily and then i feel like you know my body getting uh, you know lean i was like uh, nice and then i saw uh, my old friend and then the thing that uh, this is not a, g- a girl you know this is the man said to me oh my god silvia you're getting fatter and then i was just i thought i know that uh, i'm not fatter and then i just said like oh yes <laughs> uh, how are you that's it because i don't want to believe it you know i know that i'm not fat i'm not fat i'm not fatter and then maybe it's just how he he say hello to anybody else So it's not about me personally. I just, you know, don't take it seriously. Maybe they don't even, you know, realize they they love to say something like this. But for some some women, they really take it so seriously, and then they become they hate this guy or this um, their friend because you know how come he said like you know I'm, I'm fat and everything, and then somehow it just uh, close the potential. You know, you you will label your friend also as a bad person. But you never know, you know, one day maybe he could help you along your way, you know, because of just saying some some stupid things that they may not realize. Mm, that is so true. Um, I I always say this to some of my friends. I said, hey, come on, what other people think of you is none of your business. You cannot control mm-hmm. their brain. You cannot control their mouth. You cannot control what they yes. say, right? It's mm-hmm. how you... receive it just like yes. we mentioned earlier is either you receive it negatively or you receive it positively and that's how mm-hmm. it is if you receive it negatively then of course it is going to have a huge impact on you but if you re- yes. if you're like just like you say if you're like oh haha yeah 
how are you when when someone say oh, you're fat for example mm-hmm. that's it you know some but yes. there are some <laughs> people that can't take a joke maybe it's a it's a way to 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 some people are born sarcastic just like i am unfortunately i'm born sarcastic <laughs> as as shy as i am as introverted as i am i'm a very sarcastic person <laughs> Uh, and that is my defense mechanism because I've been I've been verbally bullied a lot when I was young, to the point when mm-hmm. I, I where I built this um, uh, sarcasm to fight any things that you said towards me mm-hmm. back in the days. Um, what is the advice that you can give to people that are like me who are sarcastic who don't mean to say to you, "Hey, you are fat." Maybe it's just a way for I mean it's just a playful gesture, but I know it hurts people. It hurts. Mm-hmm. It might hurt your feeling. What are some of the advice that you can give people like me, for example? Yeah. So basically, you have to practice practice the laugh because I believe just um, today I, I will publish my blog about it that words can kill and words can heal. You know, um, if you don't mean to say something, don't say it. You know. Uh, you never know how other people will take it uh, out of you, what you you say to them, right? So basically, for me, if it hurts me, I just uh, silent. I just you know take a deep breath and then just don't don't think about it anymore. But not everybody can practice this uh, this thing if they don't understand how to practice the mindfully. They will take it really seriously. So basically, you can always uh, think first before you say something. You think, will it hurt somebody? If somebody said this to you, how do you feel? If you don't want somebody say this to you, don't say it to other people as well, right? Only say good things, only do good things, only share the positive things. So, you know, only laugh, basically. Do do the kind kind uh, things all the time and say only kind words. You know, you have to practice it. It's not easy, especially when you are um, angry or you feel like, you know, just self-defense. It's not easy. I know when I, um, in the beginning, uh, basically last year, 2019, when all, like the business was like really, really went down and then I was thinking like, you know, four years, Mother Nature is like feeling so stuck, like nothing really happened. And you know, even though I, I you know, basically support helping other people, they still go back to you know their old eating habits and everything. And then later on, when they their kids got sick and everything, they will come back to me. And then I feel really by the time I feel like, oh, so tired. I'm so tired. You know, I'm not this kind of you know. You just come to me and then I help you and then you heal and then just bye bye. You go back to your eating habits and when you're sick, you come back again to me and then. I was like, say, I said, like, um, enough is enough. I was really having basically anxiety disorder last year. I cried a lot and then really emotional. I was like angry and then um, whatever small things happen, like very easy for me to, to get angry. So, and then my husband, is, uh, you know, he basically did the meditation every day. So he saw me like this basically uh, before that he keep asking me to meditate together. I was like, I'm not meditation person. I can't sit still and everything. Like It's not for me. Let me just do my yoga. And then, you know, basically it's not helping, you know, eating healthy and then doing yoga. It's not helping by that time. I was so crowded. My, my mind was so busy with all this kind of, you know, pressure and everything. And then he just said like, just stop. And then you just go have your seven days silence meditation in Bali. Basically, uh, you know, uh, you can't read, cannot talk, cannot write anything. So just silence and concentrate on yourself. And then I was like, no way, no way. I have a lot of things to do. I have two kids, like small kids. They really need me and everything. And then what will happen to Mother Nature if I left for seven days without you know, basically working. And then, and then it's okay, just leave. And then that time when I, you know, I concentrate basically on myself and then calm and find the peaceful 
and then suddenly I just find a way, you know, for all these things. It's just like disappeared, just like that during my meditation and everything. I got a lot of ideas keep coming in, you know, just because of I give myself time. I calm myself down. So basically all those nasty things that happen is not really, uh, you know, hurt me anymore. Uh, that's it. Uh, maybe being also, you know, if you feel like your your trauma come back, you just, you know, calm down first. Because when yeah. you focus on yourself, your mind, you know, you can always just think about love. <laughs> Same with my, my wife also. She has this... Um, so many things on her head, uh, mm-hmm. things that she cannot control for, for some reason. And yes. just for the past three or four weeks, um, I've mm-hmm. been telling her, hey, you want to start to do meditation? And then she's like, uh, not, not really. Mm-hmm. I, I can't do that. Okay, let's just try one time um, mm-hmm. for 10 minutes. How about that? Yes. Or maybe let's do five minutes meditation because I said I've done it to HR Association here in Bali. And mm-hmm. a lot of them cried during the okay. meditation because they have a breakthrough. And I said, mm-hmm. I will do a guided meditation for you just five minutes and then we'll see if it helps. If it helps, mm-hmm. we can do this every single day. At night, when this, my son is asleep and stuff, then we can do that for five minutes. That's it, before you sleep. Mm-hmm. And then she mm-hmm. said, okay, let's do that. So we did the first one and, and she said, oh, well, I feel better. I said, mm-hmm. uh, okay, what, what part of you feel better? And then she said, for some reason, it's like a you know, big cables and it's not as tangled up anymore. It loosened a little yes. bit. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. let's just do that for the next day and day and day to the point where mm-hmm. she, now she can do it on her own. She can meditate on her own every single day without having me to be there anymore. I said, you just need to do five minutes per day. There's no, you don't need to do like a meditation where you sit down under a tree for like half an hour or one hour. No need. Just five minutes, mm-hmm. but the meditation must be intentional. Let's say you mm-hmm. wanna. Yes. Let's say you today you wanna work on happiness. Let's just do that for five minutes, and mm-hmm. uh, I really believe in meditation. Yes. Yeah. Maybe it something helps. that something that you maybe can do for your clients that comes to you only when they are sick and because of that you got anxiety disorder. Maybe this is something that you can do for mm-hmm. them so that it calms them down and makes them okay, yeah, I should practice to eat more healthy. Something um, yes. could be an added service for you. Yes, yeah. Mm. Well, <laughs> I, you. I still, I like, I like your story of you fighting all these uh, negativities. <laughs> That's number one. Because <laughs> life, even your life is, is you are fighting negativity. Like this lady says, yes to you and then say no to you in a very rude manner and you're like no i want to make it happen and that has been your life story mm-hmm. i don't know if you yes. if you notice it from the conversation that we had basically this is what you have been doing it's like a catapult <laughs> a little bit of a little bit of tension and then psh, and then you just move forward mm-hmm. i like it yes. i like it a lot i think <laughs> this will help so many people especially overcoming bad comments or nasty comments, especially right now on social media where people can just type without having to think. Yes. First, what is the key thing that you do, a routine that you do maybe in the morning or, or before mm-hmm. your day for you to feel calm, for you to feel at ease or maybe like more mindful of yourself? Is there some mm-hmm. kind of uh, routine maybe that you do or maybe yes. some kind of uh, activity uh, maybe you can share with us yes I have my morning uh, routine every day because um, my kids will wake up usually 7 8 so I have to wake up earlier uh, to have my own time so basically I will uh, usually I wake up like you know without uh, alarm or something I already get used to it so Around 4.30 is my, um, I woke up. So wake up every day, 4.30, sometimes 4 a.m. And then I just start to write. That's my morning routine. I write. After I, I write, I do my meditation. And then I do my yoga. And then that's it. Uh, the life starts. Usually uh, my kids will wake up and everything like this. Yeah, but if my husband woke up like... um 
earlier. Also, we will do the meditation together. So mm. I will. Ha- I have to have my morning uh, routine. I have to do it. Sometimes when um, I feel really tired or I got some class uh, early morning, so I I will sleep like longer. I will still do it, even though my kids like running around. I I, I told them like you know I have to write, so please play somewhere else. And they 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 know because they get used to it, so they just play somewhere else. Or if they do my meditation, they will just you know play, but you know more quiet. But you know, kids they can't really be quiet, so I just you know um, focus on myself. <laughs> wow. I just I have to have my own time before I yes. do something else. Yes. Yeah. For writing, can it be more? Explain more a little bit. What is it the the thing that you write? Maybe is it like a grateful journal, or is it like you just write about, like your mind have some idea, you just write it down immediately, or you're intentional with your writing? Yes, I um I will write everything that uh, come up like um that day, whatever, good or bad. I will just write. <laughs> I will just write everything that um in my mind to let it out. <laughs> everything and then usually after everything I will just start to uh, write my blog oh. yeah, I will pick pick something that I want to say usually it's just pop up like this oh I want to say something like this about this thing <laughs> mm-hmm. is there is there a specific limit like okay for 30 minutes or or you just stop writing when, when it's time to stop yeah I can just feel it or oh, You know, it's enough. Sometimes I write like um, three pages, four pages, five pages, or something. I just feel like two pages is enough. Then that's it. Well, I think I need to start doing yeah. that from now on because actually I have here <laughs> my. Whoa. You see, this is basically. I saw my, your your bookshelf over there. There are a lot of like um, like the green color bookshelves uh, on the top. This one. Yeah, yeah. That oh, one. Oh, there. Are, are those your notes? Oh. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> that's my notes. <laughs> wow, that's a wealth of information inside it. <laughs> yes, if you a lot of the, things going. If you're to sometimes get into the brain I, of Sylvia, go there. <laughs> if I sometimes if I have something like you know, basically I write everything. But if I say have something like you know, I think oh, this thing I could write on my blog. I will just you know, mark it. Mm, oh, mm. Well, oh, this is the point that. It's just come like that, you know, out of, out of, you know, just when I write, I just want to say something like this. Yeah, yeah similar like, <laughs> in a way, because when I, when I speak to um, people, even when I have a conversation on the podcast, I also write, this is the notes <laughs> oh, that yeah. we have been, and if you see a, a drawing here, respect, you see, I respect mm-hmm. you for it. And then mm-hmm. uh, listen to your body. I put a square. Okay. Anxiety disorder. I put double squared. I mean, it, it's for my own thought process, and that is when I, uh, when I listen to people, I always write um, on everything. So we are similar in a way. The thing is, I need to be more intentional, and I think I will start doing that. Uh, wake up earlier in the morning and then just start writing. Because yes, for me, I, what <laughs> I will do, love it. I will like think. Huh, this is a good idea. Huh, that is a good idea. But if I write it down and if I actually maybe every night I will review what I wrote in the morning, I think that will be much more impactful. Mm-hmm. Yes. Wow. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of you, course. Me, you will. Li- you will love it. Eh? Trust me. <laughs> is, is there a? Is there like a? Um, if you want to get started, is there some mm. kind of uh, maybe like a advice or suggestions? That you can give, mm-hmm. yes, of course, <laughs> of course. Just um, when you sit down, you just uh, see your surroundings in the beginning. Uh, for example, because I woke up in the morning, right? So the air is very, very fresh. Just write down. I really love uh, the fresh air this morning. Oh, really nice. Oh, look at the birds, and they're starting to fly, and then. Some even sit down in front of me and then chirping and really, really beautiful. I love the, the sound of the water because we have water fountain. And then started like this and then, oh, yesterday, uh, what happened to me? And then my father called and then he said like this and then, 
just like this, you know, what my my son said yesterday, and then my what my daughter, what my husband, on what I think, or even my, sometimes like you know what um uh the helper at home did, all all these kind of simple things, you know, or things that I saw um in a supermarket, and people did some good things, some stupid things, or say some good words, bad words, everything I just write down. That's it. That that's how I collect all this information from my my head, my ideas to become um, my writing, my blog. Because um, when I have something that day, and I just take one line and then make another stories out of this line. Mm. That's it. Yeah, because it's it's your own story, right? It's on your journey. That it's very easy for me to write my own story, like mm. you know, because I. I'm, I was there and everything. I saw there. I heard about it and everything like this. So I just, I just type. <laughs> Perfect. This is something that will be very, very useful for a lot of people here. So for those of you who are listening right now, and if you are like to start journaling or writing early morning, in the afternoon, in the evening, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. The key is to just start and to first experience i will say like your surrounding what is happening around you and just mm-hmm. write it down and then from there then you start writing on the things that you observe the things that you experience the thing that is happening to you or the things that you want yes. to happen things like that that uh, will be you know maybe like two years or five years down the line you read back okay this is uh <laughs> sylvia in 2020 What happened, you know, maybe 2025. Um, yes. <laughs> you read it and you're like, wow, back in the days, I was so wise. Or back in the day, oh my goodness, what did I do? Something that will be, uh, it will be fun. Mm-hmm. So what is yeah. your blog? Can you tell us more about your blog? Maybe I'll also put it in the description. So for those of you who like to check out the blog, I, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of amazing stuff in it. Thank you so much. It's, um, I believe, Sylvia, Sylvia slash... Astuti Gunawan, just like my name, mm-hmm. and then dot uh, medium dot com. Yeah. Yes. Can you tell us more? What is the content about inside it? Is it more about health, wellness, or is it more about mindfulness, or it's? Yeah, it's uh, basically I cover. I write about health, like you know how to enjoy healthy lifestyle without um, sacrificing. Usually people think that being healthy is uh, so difficult, so expensive, hmm. uh, so hard. It doesn't have to be that way. So I just you know, write down my journey, basically, uh, my experience or my client's experience. And then, you know, things that I know, things that uh, come up in my head, like, you know, from the, all these kind of feedbacks or experiences. And uh, I also write down about parenting. How I um, guide our kids, how together with my husband, how we guide them to live out of the box, yeah, to be their their best self, to love themselves, and everything like this. And then I also write about the relationship because uh, as a health coach, that's how you know basically we help also with the relationship. You know, people who have it's all as uh, I said before, in the beginning it's always uh, because of the health, and then after that. Um, it can affect also uh, the relationship, the husband and wife's uh, intimacy and everything like this. So I cover all these three mostly. If people would like to reach out to you or maybe would like to engage with you, connect with you, work with you, where is the best place to reach out to you? Right now for the, you know, basically the course that I still um, building the new course. So I don't uh, have yet you know, the link, but you can always reach out to me. You can always read about uh, what I, I do and everything through my Facebook, Sylvia Astuti Gunawan, and also my Instagram, the same name. And uh, yeah, my blog, basically, I will post there if I have something new. Perfect. I will also put that in the description and you'll find fascinating things, just like I did. I find fascinating <laughs> stuff on her face. I'm like, whoa, what's going on? And Remember, love yourself. This is the theme yes. for what she has uh, said all this time. Number one, love yourself. Number two would be don't let anything stop you. 
Don't let anyone yes. stop you. People's comments are people's comments. In NLP mm-hmm. world, it's called an opinion is an opinion is an opinion is an opinion. It's up mm-hmm. to you to take that opinion and whether you want to learn it or you want to reject it. That's it. Yes. If there's a advice or if there's any parting words or wisdom mm-hmm. that you want to share to the listener, mm-hmm. what would that be? Uh, be the best version of yourself. Mm. Always keep growing and then never give up. Mm. Never give up, keep growing and always be the best version of yourself. That's yes. amazing. And that has been her life all along. If you listen back to her journey or what she has <laughs> achieved until now, it has all those three are embodied <laughs> in her. And she is as genuine as she is because what she has gone through is what she's saying to you earlier. Wow, it's amazing. And for those of you who would like to work with her and engage with her, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of good insights from her. And one more thing that I want to share also is about the journaling. And I've heard so many good things about journaling and mm-hmm. I would want to get started. Thank you so much for inspiring me mm-hmm. to get started yes. with journaling. <laughs> Thank you so much also for having me. <laughs> yes. And I will also post my journaling journey and hopefully that I continue. It's not like a, a one-time <laughs> thing, but I continue doing it for, for days and days and it'll be amazing. Yes. Thank you so much. <laughs> So that's it for our conversation for today. It's amazing. It gives me the positivity and hope for a better future despite this current weird situation that we're living in. So thank you so much, Sylvia, for everything that you shared with us. It's, it's inspirational. <laughs> yes, thank you so much. And uh, I wish you good luck. And then thank you so much, everybody, for listening to me and to Ping Hendra until <laughs> this long, what one hour. <laughs> Yes. Thank you so much. I hope it really bring you some values. Mm, that's the most important thing. So thank you all for listening. I'm looking forward to speaking with you on the next one again. Cheers. Bye-bye. Yes. <laughs> Bye-bye. So if you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast so that you will be notified whenever new episodes airs. If you have any questions or feedback, or if you know someone with amazing stories to share, please send an email to hello at networkandconnect.com and I will be more than happy to connect with you. If you find this podcast helpful, please share it to your friend as well. That's it for today's episode. Thank you so much for listening and I'm looking forward to the next one. Cheers. Bye-bye.